<laughs> Merry Christmas. That was uh, Christmas in Hollis, Queens. <laughs> Run DMC. Listen, we take it old school, baby. We take it back old school. Take it back old school. <sighs> oh, I'm Babs Rose Ivy. If you just tuned in around nine o'clock, it's time for Love, Babs, Love, Talk. We got one more day, baby, and then it's break for the holidays. Oh, I'm so delighted. Although I'm not looking forward to the weather the next couple of days. It is really putting a cramp in my runaround time before Christmas. So I guess I won't be running. Around. I haven't gotten any holiday cards out. Thank you to the folks who sent me holiday cards. I love Christmas cards. I haven't gotten mine out. So that might be a thing to do tomorrow because I won't be outside in the elements. <laughs> last night was the last night of caroling. Baby, Here, here's all the music to prove it. We sang, we had a time, we had a time. We had a time, we had a time. Uh, Brian uh, 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 Samuels uh, rolled out with me last night. Uh, he is from the Redeemer Choir. I mean, he sings at United now, but uh, Brian Samuel Robinson was my, was my, uh, and, you know, just, it's hard to sing with people who are professional singers, who know how to sing, who sing beautifully. So uh, he was the guest last night. I don't know if anybody heard anything I said, but uh, if you just tuned in around nine o'clock, it's time for Love, Babs, Love, Talk. Uh, we did a little Christmas in Hollis, Queens. Thank you, Harry. I need, I still need, I still need Curtis Blow. <laughs> it's just, it's just ain't Christmas until I hear Stevie Wonder and Curtis Blow. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, so last night was the last night of the three night caroling in New Hallville. And, you know, Lucy Gelman wrote this beautiful article. She even posted a, like she took video. I saw her. I saw her taking pictures, but, and I, I knew she was taking a little bit of video, but I didn't know what video she was taking. She took such great care. I tell you that Lucy Gelman is amazing. She writes so beautifully. And she just captured the spirit of the caroling experience. Like I, when I was reading it, I felt like I was right in that space again. So last night was the last night. It was great. And it brought so much goodwill that people have been contacting me about next year. Like, y'all could have just joined in this year and we could have just done the damn thing. But I think we're going to do it next year. I think we probably do it around this time because I think I think leading up to the holidays is when people need it the most. You know, that last push. <laughs> you know, that last push where you just like, oh, God, it is the holidays. Yes. I didn't buy any gifts this year yet. I didn't do anything. I'm just I'm just in the moment. I don't want to be bogged down with gifts, thinking about gifts. I'm not. So that's what it is. Uh, so it's nice to, uh, it's nice to uh, have the freedom of freedom, <laughs> have the freedom of liberation. You know, we went out last night and uh, Marquisha treated us to uh, cocktails and small plates at House Anon which was so deliciously good. And there were some gentlemen at the end of the bar who bought us a round of drinks too. So that was nice. And thank you to Gary Winfield for coming and capturing beautiful pictures too. And then he, and then he tricked them out and made them black and white. Like it's a wonderful life. <laughs> 
So, um, so thanks to Gary Whitfield. I had my own version of It's a Wonderful Life in pictures. <laughs> it didn't mean did him in black and white. So he hung with us. He hung with us and he he knew all the songs <laughs> without any paper. I was like, but you know what? When you got little kids in the house, you know all the songs. I used to know all the songs too, Harry. I don't know all the songs now, so I printed them out. So I think we so, did like 10 So songs. I'm going tonight, Babs. <laughs> what are you doing to that, Harry? <laughs> I'm joining you guys tonight. We, we we done tonight. We done last night. Ah, oh. you could have came, Harry, and really belted out Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. That's probably the only lines I know. So, believe it or not, Harry, it's only this only the it's the only lines. The the lines are Feliz Navidad, and then Prospero Año y Felicidad, yeah, and then I want to wish you a Merry Christmas. Yeah. It's three lamb lines. <laughs> I want to wish you a Merry. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I know it now. <laughs> <laughs> That's um Jose Feliciano's. Yes, good, yes, and everybody only wants that one. Nobody wants the other anybody else singing that, which is fine. That means it has made a lasting impression. Well, I was definitely going tonight, but. You know, and then we did 12 days of Christmas, which, you know, I, I did it two nights before with no problems. Last night, it's like I it was like. A, uh, um, It was as if I never sang the song. <laughs> you didn't have the paper with you. I, I did, Harry. But, you know, you have to turn it because there's so many pages and you got on gloves. And it's cold. So, so I'll tell you, Harry, I've been getting calls and messages about, oh, we want to do it next year. Oh, oh, oh. So uh, uh, Senator Gary Winfield just said they had to see it. They had to see it first, and then they want to be a part of it. And and that, that's well, I mean, such a good way to think about that. I mean, I was, I was going to do it tonight, but, you know. For the no, weather, no Harry. Or we could do it tomorrow. <laughs> in the rain, Harry. In oh, the rain, that's right. In the there's, wind. A there's a storm. Never there's mind. <laughs> oh, the weather outside is frightful, but the fire inside is delightful. And since now we got no place to go, let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. For for anybody who's heard of New England weather, wait ten minutes, and has never experienced it, just come down <laughs> tomorrow, and then. What happens Saturday? It goes from 60 to what 10 to like 10, but what the wind chill is gonna be below. It's gonna yeah. be like 10 below. Uh-huh. I but, mean, but that's what's happening all across the country, Harry. People are like they go outside out in the Midwest or whatever, it's 60 degrees, and then within six minutes, it's like 15 degrees. I don't and, even know um, what to make of that. You know, yeah. them Jews need those Jewish people need to quit messing with this weather. <laughs> I know because it's know, the Jewish people, Harry. I'm. T I, know, I know. I know. I know. I probably shouldn't be saying this during Hanukkah, but I mean, we all know it's the Jewish people that control no, the weather. No. You know, Paul claimed he was having a colonoscopy. Yes, I don't believe that he was. I don't believe it either. Harry. I think. I think he was. You know, tweaking that weather machine. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> you know how the Jewish people do with that weather. <laughs> Just imagine, actually. Believing that stuff. 
<laughs> Driving Harry, around like a crazy I, I, person. Listen, people who believe all kinds of stuff. We had a whole no, insurrection on the Capitol. People believe. Or oh, these people who think the government is coming right now to get their guns. And they b- hold up in the house. Wait, they're not? <laughs> you know what I played earlier was um, I Want an Alien for Christmas. There's a song? Yeah, let me let me play a little bit of it. Yeah, you know, I, I have alien. I have Stevie Wonder and Curtis Blow queued up, but you know, Facebook will knock us off if we play play too much. But let me play the alien one. They've got and, the problems with the alien songs. Uh, no, it's gonna be real quick. Wait a minute. What does an alien Christmas song sound like? Somewhere Santa, please don't bring me another bike. That's a white supremacy song. <laughs> white, white, white supremacists always want to own things and people. Yeah, I could put you... aliens. I could put, well, I could put, I want a slave for Christmas. I want an undocumented person for Christmas. I want. <laughs> well, I think that's what that song's about, right? Undocumented um, free labor. I tell you what I watched labor. over. I tell you what I watched the other day, Harry. You ever watched District 19? Uh, you, ever oh my watch, God. you ever watched District 19? That's old. Um, it yeah, is I old. It. I saw you it when it came watch, out. I, I watched it the other night. It was, I've forgotten how good it was. <laughs> you know, the aliens land over Nigeria or wherever the hell. Yeah, it's getting closer and closer to the truth. <laughs> if you and look now, at. And the aliens take over the Nigerian squatting houses and all that other kind of stuff. Yeah, I mean, right now there's a phenomena happening over Wisconsin. Okay, that's not good news. And some people are saying they've seen it in Michigan and everything. This they call them firefly orbs that are just appearing out of nowhere, flying over houses and. All right. Well, I don't. I don't know. I don't know what when people see that stuff. What do they think people ought to do about that? I don't know. I'm. <laughs> you know the the. Um, <laughs> I'm the like, all right. Person- you saw it. Now what? No, you know the Will Smith movie, right? Where they go on the roof and they're like, I want to see Elvis. That's yeah. That's really? what most people are going to do. They're going to see him as gods. It, you know, if we ever really, if somebody ever comes from the sky, people will fall in line with this religious cultish stuff. <laughs> Me, well, I'm going to be looking for somewhere to hide. Well, we did have to Christ. <laughs> that didn't work out too well. I mean, I guess well, it worked out well. It worked out. Does it? it? Worked I mean, out. you have to I, wait. Yeah. <laughs> you have to wait. <laughs> you have to pass judgment day to decide that. <laughs> I think it worked. I think it worked. I think. I don't know. I don't trust people. I don't want no alien. That's just that's just white supremacy. Christmas. Always want to own things. I want an alien for Christmas. And he talks about the rest of the song is he wants to. He'll walk it like a dog and everything. See that just change our alien for enslaved or <laughs> undocumented or or anything that you just dislike. <laughs> That's just white supremacy and yeah. music. He's like, I want somebody to mow my lawn for Christmas. Yeah, That's that white supremacy talk, <laughs> Harry. It is. You, you, I don't I like know. Earth, wind, and fire don't have no song like that. 
<laughs> so Marquisha last night, Harry said, if if it if it if we're not singing silent night like the temptations, we're not even singing. <laughs> you know how it starts in my mind, right? <laughs> so we had a good time. It was good last night. We 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 strolled. We strolled around. Uh, Gary caught the pictures, which was very nice. And uh, he posted them up on his page. And people were like, yeah. You know, I'm I'm wondering now, Harry, how are people actually celebrating holidays when uh, when the simple act of caroling means so much? Like, it's just outside singing. (laughs) You can just literally step outside your door and sing some songs. It's not, it's not hard. <laughs> I, I, that's hard for me. <laughs> it's not hard. It's not even elaborate. I print it out. That's rigorous there. labor. No. Saying all the for, little for, for introverts, you might as well ask us to run, you know, a <laughs> triathlon. Run naked through the streets. <laughs> yeah. Run naked through the streets. Wow. It's Christmas. Oh, I prefer to do that than go sing in front of somebody's house. Why? <laughs> Are you afraid they're going to what? And everybody no. that we sang in front of the house, Harry, that came out and thanked us and was amazed and like, did, oh. Did anybody, did anybody come out with tea or stuff like that? No, I wasn't drinking nobody's tea, Harry. <laughs> well, well, I know, right? Uh, I mean, I, you know, I'm friendly. I'm friendly, friendly, friendly. But you know what the Muslims say, Harry? Yeah, it's nice to ride your camel, but no. What is it? Make sure you tie it. You can. Park your camel, make sure you tie it. No, I'm not drinking no tea from people. I don't know. Yeah, you got to be careful. I mean, you go from caroling to waking up in somebody's basement. <laughs> Harry, that not is good. so nice. <laughs> not good. Harry, Harry, that is not a Christmas spirit. <laughs> you cannot. Uh, oh, wait, wait, wait. Harry, it's positive. You, positive. You, yes, thank you. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> By the way, I pulled up some positive stories. Hey, did you say you find yourself drinking tea and then next thing you know, you're somebody's face? <laughs> oh, 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 that is not Christmas. And you know, unfortunately, Harry, there's somebody probably being held hostage in a. Oh, this I didn't know Paul the was. I didn't know where on the street was happening. I thought it was shut down for the holidays. I know. It's the morning, Babs. The sun is out and word on the street is happening. How Yay! Are you? I got a gentleman to introduce you this morning who's got a lot of sound and action going on today. His name is Frederick. And Frederick's hitting two banks on a bicycle on Whaley that has a great sound system hooked up. Frederick, how you doing? I'm fine. Good morning. Good morning. What's the word? What's the word on the street, Frederick? Love, love, and tell me about that. Why is that the word on the street? Well, that's what time it is. We're trying to reflect on love and one another, and trying to make things better. And do you mean because of the holidays? The holidays, you know what I'm saying? But it's every day. But this is a clinical day for us to focus on that and try to carry it through to the next year. And how are you focusing on that? How's that happening in your life? Take care of my business, staying clean and sober. All right. And enjoying life. Babs, can you hear us well enough? Yes, I hear you loud and clear. 
I'm trying to put the phone right close to Frederick so we can hear him. So Frederick, I noticed you came out of the credit union across the street, yes. and now you're pulling up on your bike, you brave whaley with all the cars coming rush hour. You went across the street to the bank. So why yes. do you go to two financial institutions this morning? Because I use two financial institutions to handle my business. So what were you doing at the credit union? Taking money out. I mean, like, is that saved up from a job you have? Like, how'd yeah, you get the credit union? Yeah. I always thought credit unions are great because people always think you got to go to these greedy banks. But they, they work like better, right? Unions, I like yeah. them too. Where did you work that you got the credit union? I used to work for um, Korski's, AFCO. I worked in both places. I've been retired for years. Were you a machinist? I'm a tool and die maker. All right. Now, tell me about the tool and die maker. You know, it's a word we always hear. Uh-huh. And it used to be there were a lot more than there are now. Well, whole, Northeast is known for the industry of tool and die. Well, how does someone become a tool and die maker? Does that mean you make the dies that print out certain parts when they're making guns make, or helicopters? Well, you make the top and the bottom part that results in a piece, like the hood for a car, spoons, forks. And what would you do? At Sikorsky, you're making helicopters, right? Uh, when I worked for Sikorsky, yes, I was making helicopters, but I was doing grinding blades for the motors. You're grinding blades for the motors? Yeah, I was doing diamond maker at Bassett Company. Went to um, Sikorsky, I became a grinder. Well, where was Bassett Company? Uh, Bridgeport, South End. And what did you do there as a tool and dime maker? What parts were you I making? I served my apprenticeship. And what were you making as a tool and dime maker? Like tools what part? And dies. Well, I mean, what goes in the press? There's a top and bottom piece that goes in the press. You put the metal in the middle, they come down. When they come open, the part is made. What kind of press? 40 ton, 50 ton, 60 ton press. To make what? These like buildings. If they can make, you make car hoods, you can make spoons, but not one at a time. They make like 50 at a time. It comes down. So presses that are machines that metal mass press. produce metal. Yeah, metal parts. press. Oh, yeah. So how many years did you do all that, Frederick? Oh, about 15, 20 years. Uh, did you like it? Oh, I like that. I saw phases of what I've done, you know what I'm saying? Because you have to learn. I did an apprenticeship, then I got good, then I got knowledge about how good I was. I lived out in Mexico for a while. I was a, what you call a jobber where you answer an ad in the paper and you figure your skills are good enough to go and you apply. And so you, am I right that you like to learn how to do new skills to make more stuff you didn't know how to make before? Is that exciting? I like learning. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you're still learning in retirement? Yes, I am. What you learning? Not to get caught up in the groove. All right. You know what I'm Keep it moving. Keep a hobby. You know what I'm saying? I do deadwood sculptures right now. Actually, is what I do. You said deadwood sculptures. Deadwood sculptures. And are those woods that you find like abandoned from an old tree that's fallen off or out I'm of the water? Going to woods. Going to woods. Yeah. I started with driftwood, then I got into deadwood. Between going through the woods to get to the water, I started seeing all these nice things. I found. Half you know, I noticed that too in the woods. Sometimes they look almost like they're already finished. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They look so graceful. Human torso. It went so fast. Sold so quick. Oh, you sold it? Yeah, that breast and a waist, you know what I mean, and a neckline, no head. And um, I was formed by nature. It grew that way. Where did you find that piece of dead? I found a piece in New London, in the woods of New London. I traveled kind of far to look. Where in New London? What woods? I don't know. There's no name. You, you just go up the highway, you look around in the woods, and you find it, you know? So let me ask you this. Uh, Your skill in working with deadwood, mm-hmm. is that an extension of what you did as a tool and dyed maker? Well, it requires tools. Some pieces of wood, you got to bring out what's there. And then some is already you have to accentuate them, you know. So you need those skills, you know. And I had those skills with tools. I'm good with tools. So you you're good with tools. Yeah. You used to do metal for a living. Now you're doing wood for love. Yeah, and hobby. that part of the love. That that I love it. It pays in many ways. You know what I mean? You have time to do. You're creative, and then you get money on the end if you sell it. And and, and you're able to sell. People want to buy. Them. Where do you? Where, how do people find out about yourself? I have a network. Where do do we can get you online, or is it more no, word of mouth? No. Word of mouth. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I worked with a guy that displayed stuff at the Brantford Library. His name is Alan Horowitz. Mm-hmm. I met him. 
online. He's good. You know, and then word of mouth, you meet this person, meet that person. One person tells another. And where where do you live now, Frederick? Norton Street. And you ride your bike around? Year round. So Norton, you going to, what's the, what's this morning about? Errands with the banks? Well, Christmas is coming. I got I got cash after grandkids. I got this for that. I got <laughs> How many kids you got in grandkids? I got nine grandkids. All right. Yeah. You're way ahead of me. I'm up to two. <laughs> <laughs> so so tell me about today's transactions. I like to say what the person's doing in the morning. So how much money did you take out of the uh United you know, But are you taking that money to deposit in the Wells Fargo? Yes, yes, yes. So you're moving the money from one to the other. Yes. And why is that? Because you're wiring the money from Wells Fargo? Well, because that's how it's done. There's a lot of detail about my money that you I don't know. need to know. Okay. <laughs> I'm, just to, I'm just wondering what people do in the morning. Yeah. That's, that's what I bank. thought too, Frederick. I was <laughs> like, right Paul, going America. deep. <laughs> that's right. What kind of bag you got? Uh, it's a Kent. Kent Cooley. What I noticed when you were going by, and the reason I was interested, besides the fact that you're ducking the traffic in Whaley, uh, yeah. is that you had the sound system going. Oh, yes, I Now, do. tell me about why and how you hooked up the sound system to your bike. only way to ride with music. What kind of music and do you I have? I don't want to hear earplugs. You can't hear the cars. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, you had an audible. What, what song were you playing this morning? This is Jazz by Boney James, Metropolis. I like Boney James. Me too. And you have, now, so you hook it up from your phone. Yeah. Again, this is a... The only way to ride. Can I just shut off for a second? That system gets good volume for that little box. Yeah, it does. So here's my obvious question. Tool and die maker, doing the wood. You're also pretty good here with electronics. Mm -hmm. That's similar to it. How'd you figure out how to hook this up? Oh, wow. Google. So I want to know how to do that. Google, YouTube, whatever you got, you Google it. So did you? YouTube. Where you get those speakers from? Uh, you got this from TJ Man. Yeah, I found Dixwell. Yeah, it's called Altex. You put it on. No, I do that. It's called Strap. I'll take it off. So you saw TJ Maxx. What made you think to buy those TJ Maxx? You got recommended? No, I just went looking. And then you use Velcro straps, and then you sync it to your phone. Of course. That's the part that's a little complicated for me. Yeah. Okay, and then um. But you, you still have to be someone like Frederick who knew how to do stuff to begin with to learn more from YouTube or no? Anyone no, can. No, YouTube is I'm pretty bad simple. at the yeah, YouTube. Yeah. YouTube will tell you. YouTube will tell Fabs, you got any questions for Frederick? No, I hope you have a Merry Christmas. Are you in town for Christmas? Yes, I am, Babs. Staying in town. What are you going to do? Stay around the house all day in my pajamas. Oh, right. Me too. Cash out people in Christmas gifts. <laughs> cash out. Oh, yeah, I don't buy stuff. All right, I'm a, let me let me tell stuff. Paul. Let me tell Paul to give you my cash app, so you can cash out. <laughs> <laughs> Feeling generous and all. So do we have we have parting words of friends? We can leave him on his way. Merry Christmas and be safe out there. He says, Merry Christmas and be safe out there. I will, I will. I'll pass you again. I'll give you one of my cards. I don't have my cards on it. Well, I'm going to write it down after we're done. Okay, cool, yeah. Babs, thanks so much. This is Paul and Frederick with the year-end word on the street from Norton and Whaley. I love Babs, love talk on WNHH, New Haven's home for community radio. Bye, Babs. Bye, Merry Christmas. Thank you, you Paul. Too. That was great. Oh, what a treat. Now I can't wait to see his artwork. Now I got to find out his artwork. Now I want to see it. Now I want to see it. All right, Harry, where you at? I want to see the artwork. <laughs> he needs a um he needs a website.
you know, a page where I can see all the artwork. Because, uh, uh, yeah, that's wonderful. I think Paul was getting all in, asking my man about how much money, where you go and how you do. Like my man trying to move stealthily. <laughs> you trying to set him up to be robbed. <laughs> like don't tell all the man business. Oh gosh. That is too funny. Too, too funny. Well, tis the season. Fa la 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 la. So everybody's out here doing their thing. I love that he's like a grandfather who says, I got cash after grandchildren. Put my name in that list. I'll be your grandchild. Cash at me. <laughs> That's pretty sweet. That's pretty sweet. That is pretty sweet. I'm telling you, everybody seems to be in a good mood. I know it's challenging out there, people. I know. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. Um, but hang in there. Hang in there. Um, I got my pie delivered. I uh, picked up my pie. Uh, Lauren delivered my pie the other day from uh, a pinch of joy pie makers because I ordered two pies, two vegan blueberry pies for Thanksgiving. And Alicia at Bloom accidentally served one of my pies. So, um, the woman that makes the pie said, oh, I'll make you another pie. Well, a comedy of errors, of course, ensues. I never got around. She didn't. We, we just had miscommunication, miscommunication. Finally, a damn near month later, uh, we finally settled on the pie, the uh, pickup pie delivery and the whole thing. So I have I have blueberry pie in my fridge. And, you know, she does a beautiful pie. She does a beautiful crust. Right. It's all florally and pretty and. It's just very pretty and it's heavy. <laughs> it's, a, it's a lot of blueberry pie. And blueberry is my favorite pie. I like any pie, though, tell you the truth. As long as it doesn't have milk or butter in it, I like just about any pie. Apple pie, blueberry pie, apple rhubarb pie, cherry pie, berry pie. I like pies. <laughs> I, like, I like all the pies. I even eat pumpkin pie. I love a good sweet potato pie, but I'll eat pumpkin pie too. So anyway, uh, I have to figure out if I'm going to take this pie to Guilford or to Wallingford. I'm trying to think who are who are the better pie eaters. Because, you know, I hate to take a pie and then nobody really likes pie, you know, and I'll have to bring pie back. So, so we'll see. Um, we'll see how it goes. Anyway, uh, pie, pie, pie. Pie, pie, pie. It is um, Thursday, and we are counting down to Christmas, and I'm I'm pretty excited about that. Uh, I think the weather is going to be janky today, at least toward the latter part of the day into the night, and then pretty much tomorrow. Um, so if you got you if you could get your errands ran, uh, I would suggest you do them now and get ahead of the weather. Uh, I had to go on the porch and um, take all the things that could get blown to hell down the street out the way so that when the high winds come, uh, the things on the porch don't become a projectile. Because that has happened. 
you know, that has happened. So, and the temperature is going to drop. And it's going to be cold tomorrow, overnight, and then it'll get back up to the 50s. And then Saturday is going to be very, very cold. So it's going to be, it's going to be a time. It's going to be a time. And then, ho, 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 ho. I think it's going to be a very cold Christmas day. But it'll be bright and clear. So not to where I remember when I was a kid, you had a good Christmas, a good Christmas day. It'd be warm enough you could ride your new bike or your new roller skates. Right? Uh, I remember those times when it'd be like warm Christmases. You could be outside, you know, riding, riding your bikes and your big wheels and your roller skates and your uh, skateboards and your scooters. I, I remember that. <clears throat> but I think with global warming now, Connecticut is going to start looking more and more like Virginia. <laughs> and uh, I'm here for it. <laughs> so if, it, if all the snow we get is a dusting, I'm so here for it. And if the weather doesn't drop to freezing levels or we have, what do you call the, uh, 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 those week, you know, days on days of freezing cold weather. I don't care if we, uh, we never, I never have to do that again. You know, I never want to have to do that again. So, you know, I'm, I'm just, listen, I'm here for it. I know global warming is not what we want, but I'll take it in Connecticut. <laughs> I'll take it in Connecticut. So, so um, I mean, like, I've been thinking about this since I had this conversation last night about um, how do we build uh, a political pipeline for candidates that we want in the city? You know, qualified candidates who could run and lead this city. You know, it's not enough to run the city. You have to lead the city. And uh, and I know, I know may, may, being mayor is probably not the sexiest thing, but we need people of good heart, conscious and mind to want to lead the city. Um, and I've been thinking about this uh, a lot. And, you know, as I look across the landscape for potential candidates, you know, I'm, I'm at a loss. Because all the people that I think who would be amazing at this have no interest in it. And all the people who, and the people who are interested in it are not the people I would pick. And I'm not suggesting that people can't run for me. I'm not, that's anybody, any person who is qualified, meet the criteria can run. But I think, I think we have to, and, and I don't mean this just for New Haven. I've, I've been reading about this. I, I was reading, a, I'm running an op-ed out of, uh, out of uh, California, out of uh, LA. I think it's LA. And they're having this conversation now. Uh, and the op-ed suggests that, you know, we have to get back to uh, mentoring up and identifying qualified candidates to run for important offices like mayor, you know, like, like, city council like um um the state offices and and um congressional offices we we got to mentor people up you know we don't have a clear path to these kinds of 
opportunities. And it's challenging to me. And, you know, and I guess for some people, it's it may sound like, oh, well, Babs, you sound like you trying to create a machine. I don't, I don't give a damn what you call it. We need to not get to election time and then scramble to figure out, well, who, who are we going to put forward? Who wants to do it? We should be meeting on a regular basis. And by we, Black people, uh, and whoever else wants to be down with Black people, because it has to be a clear agenda about Blackness to the future. And that might scare white folks. I don't, I don't care. I, I think we need to have a deliberate, intentional conversation about how do we, how do we um, vet field and vet candidates for offices um, that can lead and, and run the city and the state and this country like we have to have these conversations and we and we can't just wait until it gets to you know uh you know the presidential uh elections we have to be all politics are local and we got to be thinking about this so i'm i'm gonna now i i my plate is ridiculously full it's like i'm at the cookout for for, for my cousins and then like I'm I'm at my cookout I'm at my cousin's cookout and then I go to my friend's cookout like my plate is full but with all that said the conversations have got to be had now there might be conversations having so don't get me wrong I'm not the center of nothing so people might be having these conversations and I'm just not privy to them that could be the truth too um but I I just feel like I get some people in the room and like, let's think about this. <laughs> you know, dinner, something, get together, talk about it. Because I feel like, I feel like we have to be, uh, we have to be critical in these moments, and uh, and it requires some leadership. It requires some leadership. I don't even know who runs the Democratic Party. New Haven. I don't even know. I could take a guess, but I don't. I don't know. And uh, I know we have a Democratic Town Committee. I don't. I don't really know what they do these days. Um, but we need. I guess. I guess. I guess we do need some power brokers, but in a good way, like not in that old school way. In a, in a new way. In a new way where we can mentor up young people, you know, and 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 and. And and help and just you know deliberately change the guard, intentionally change the guard, so that we find ourselves in a better place at, at every election instead of at every election. Oh my God! Oh my God! Oh my God! We have to identify somebody. Oh my God! Oh my God! That's that's just not a political path, you know. That's just not a political path, and we could do so much better, you know. So that's on my mind moving into, on top of all the 50 million other things that I'm thinking about, you know. Um, um, I, I was over at the New Haven Independent reading all the comments about Reverend Barber, you know, and all the Google activists that sit over there and wax poetic about, you know, whatever. You know, they're always talking about the work of other people. I don't know what the hell these people do, you know. They're always waxing poetic. 
And then I saw the little dig about, you know, these people with these little radio shows, they don't have Pan-Africans and all this other kind of stuff on these shows. Well, you know, we live in an age where anybody can have a radio station. Anybody could build a platform. If that is important to you, you should build it. Seriously. I don't mean that with no malice. I don't even mean it with shade. I feel like if there's a voice that is not being heard, it is your responsibility to bring that voice forward. It is not the responsibility of other people. Nobody's going to take you, take your bidding. You, you, if you want to have a voice and you want these other voices, you know. Oh, and then the the, the dig about they got to get the the whatever, the other, the Amsterdam news. Because <laughs> they don't, they don't, they don't know any black papers in town. I don't, I don't know what people think that that should elicit out of me when they say, <laughs> I just, I just like, well, I, I, this is what I would say to you. Well, then start one. <laughs> if you, if you feel like there's not a paper that represents your point of view or your people's point of view, start one. Don't just talk about it. Be about it. That's how I feel. Like, start one. Otherwise, you just talk it. You just being a Google activist. <laughs> oh, let me go. Let me go look at Google and find the quotes I want to post them. <laughs> okay, I feel you. Well, I was Back listening. To I was listening to that word on the street, and Paul sounded like an identity thief, didn't he? I know. I was like, I was like, two. I was thinking two things, Harry. Either he's gonna steal my man's identity, or he's setting him up to be played. I was like, why are you asking how much money he's taking out? What bank's he going to? My man is like. I'm just trying to move, man. I'm trying to. I'm trying, <laughs> I'm trying to move stealthily, and you trying to put me on blast. Oh, you at the credit union now? You're going to Wells Fargo? Where are you going? I was like, Hey, Paul, you you run I'm, para I'm paranoid, so I would have been like, Bro, what are you doing? I was like, Paul, black people don't get down like that. We don't <laughs> get down like you're not gonna put our info on blast. <laughs> He was all in. I was like, is you working for somebody? Like, what is happening? You IRS trying to check my man's accounts? There's there's, there's this movie called Taking Lives where they, they get all your info and they they kill you and become you. <laughs> mm. I don't think anybody's like, going to... I don't think anybody wants that for me. Paul Bass. Mm. <laughs> now, Paul is very peaceful. No, he is. He's a very peaceful person. I, I guess we shouldn't imply anything because, you know. No, Paul's peace. No, I, I'm serious about the weather thing, but <laughs> I, I don't think people, I don't think Paul is capable of killing anybody, even if they was trying to kill him. Uh, yeah, well, no. Yeah, I, I, I hesitate there because we all have the survival instinct to fight when, you know. Yeah. When our lives are in oh jeopardy. my God! Can you imagine if Paul killed somebody? How many years of guilt and shame he would be under a rock? He already feels guilty, and he hasn't done anything. So it's like I uh, know me, not so much. I keep, I keep, I keep it moving. <laughs> yeah, I know. Right. <laughs> where, where are we going for brunch? Where we? <laughs> you know, and and the people, my peoples are like minded, so they'll just help me get rid of the body. <laughs> no, we're not admitting to anything here. Come on, it's no. Christmas. It's Christmas. I know, Harry. See how you drag me down a deep well. All right, get me a Christmas story right now before we take our it, break. It, it wasn't me; it was Paul trying to 
<laughs> steal somebody's identity. Okay, here goes a, a really oh, good Lord. story, Babs. This is okay. a really good story, mm. right? So after 40 years of rejections, oh, Marilyn Ryder sells his first screenplay after 40 years of rejection. It's a Christmas miracle. He sells his first screenplay. I see how that's a good story, Harry. I, I do. <laughs> you do, but you think about the 40 years of rejection. <laughs> I, I, I just know that you can't find a purely happy story. Oh, do you know okay. what I mean, Harry? Like, like it just always got to have some, some grief to it in order for you to. Oh, that's true, right? <laughs> so it's about overcoming. Yeah, you know, Harry, but there's something that attracts you to these kind of happy stories. It's like, all, it's like all of my compliments. They're backhanded. I backhanded. can't help it. <laughs> okay, here goes a, here goes a different oh, story. Oh, this, one, this one sounds good. Okay. Friends wanting to normalize being kind surprise a waitress with a massive tip on a $74 bill they gave her a $1125 tip okay that's a good one harry that's see that's a good one there was no grief i don't hear no malice <laughs> aforementioned <laughs> but 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 oh. my head already has no nope. questions no nope. no nope. right so nope <laughs> so You're my, not gonna my ruin thinking, this. Nope. <laughs> my thinking is she gonna have to share this? Or do they share tips in that location? You just can't. You just can't let it alone. You just can't. And should you share tips? With I, I think it depends on the restaurant, Harry. Some restaurants they pool tips. Some yeah, restaurants you keep your tips. Yeah, but yeah. right, like if if you're pooling your tips. And the person next to you is a lazy person who, or a rude person. Why would, why should they share in your tip of a thousand one hundred and twenty-five dollars? Communism. <laughs> See, you took you took it dark, Babs. No? <laughs> <laughs> ah, you see, uh, Zelensky is in town. I saw he. They were celebrating him like, uh, like. Santa came to town. Well, I know he'd get a good night's sleep here with no bombs going on. <laughs> no, my only thing is, okay, okay, dude, we get it. You're at war. You don't have to wear your your camouflage outfit to meet our president. Wear suit. You, you sound like my my boss said the same thing. It's like until I until I had to say to him, you can't show up like you just fell out of a GQ magazine. You got to show up like, yes, we are in war. And I I got his stealthily. I got to get back stealthily. I can't be quick changing. There's no, where I'm going to leave, what I'm going to do with a suit, Harry? I'm, I got to get in and out of a country at war. There's no time to, to be fashionable. Yeah, he has to change on the plane. Just, you know, come on. And anyway, he wasn't stealth. There was a picture of him in Poland taking the airplane. Well, that you don't know when that picture was taken. You don't know when that like, picture was taken because he's always in the same 
same outfit. So it was like Selinsky on his way to Washington. <laughs> Washington. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my God, do you report this? The, are you letting Putin know where to get this guy? Well, if they don't report, you know, people get all upset. I we need to know that's news. <laughs> well, are you trying to get him killed? Are you trying to watch him be killed? Because that's what's gonna happen. That's what I'm saying. You can't report everything. I, have we seen Putin lately? Well, I saw the thin Putin um, just two days ago. He was in the news, right? Um, definitely okay. the thin Putin because he didn't have. Well, he might not they, be eating, Harry, because he's stressed out about how badly this his well, made-up war is going. Well, here's the thing, right? How is how is the service supposed to serve him if he wants you to stay 40 feet away at the table, right? <laughs> so he's not eating his food because the server has to leave his food 40 feet away. <laughs> I, I, I just feel like, Harry, when he dies, that table ought to be put in a museum. Because <laughs> when I first saw that picture, Harry, I thought somebody Photoshopped it. Like, I was like, oh, they just being, people are just being assholes. Nope. And honest to God, when I saw it on CNN... <laughs> I mean, the guy has um, taste testers anyways, you know, so I I don't want to. I, You know what? These dictators, I don't know if it's worth it to be a dictator. I don't think it's worth it, Harry. Imagine that job. I I couldn't do it. Right. So you you, know, but do you apply for the job of taste testing his food so he doesn't die? Oh, are you kidding me? Right, so so are you appointed, or <laughs> I'm saying who takes that job? I don't, I don't, I don't think there's choice. Like I know it's like it's like you get in here. <laughs> he just picked somebody out of the military. You, I'm, I'm volunteering you. <laughs> I'll take care of your family. I'll take care of your family. I'll well, take care of your family. He, what he tells them is today you get to eat. <laughs> <laughs> And Russian roulette with your potatoes. Is this bike gonna do it? Is this bike gonna do it? Is this? Bike... I was like, well, they're gonna poison. Put it in a piece of cake, so at least I have something good. So, so Russia, are they a like a, a Roman Catholic nation, or you know, like are they religious? I'm not sure about. Because I know they have, like, he'd be going to church. I mean, it's fake, but, you know. Uh, well, I, th- he's- I, I think it might be, uh, let me see, what religion in Russia? Well, well, the Jehovah Witnesses are banned. Oh, they're banned? Yeah. Well, I guess Mitt Romney, lucky Mitt Romney never became president. He never would have, you know, could go into Russia or meet, probably meet with them. Um, uh, 13% of the population, Harry, is atheist. 13%? Uh-huh. Oh, that's, that's pretty low. I think we're cl- close to 50% now in America. So, um, uh, Russian Orthodoxy is the most widely professed faith. Uh, but there, but then everybody else is like, I don't believe in nothing. Yeah, so, so yeah, because I, I was just wondering if they celebrate Christmas and stuff like that too. 
Yeah, because it's Roman Orthodoxy. So yeah, yeah, they got they big, big, big Christian Christian. Because uh, we mm. got Russian Orthodox churches here. There's one in Westville. Beautiful church. Uh, I, I wonder that. So has the Pope come out against Putin? I'm um, sure. But I don't know. Do they carry any weight? I don't know. I don't know. But um, it's just interesting how you're... Well, the Catholic Church is forbidden. Forbidden. Catholic Church has been forbidden. Oh. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what's. <laughs> what? I don't know what you do over there, Harry. <laughs> I should have asked. I should have asked. What are they allowed to? You know, I know, right? Like, what? What? What can you do? Like, where can you show up? What God are you allowed to worship? But um, yeah, I was just wondering because you're bombing your neighbors. Um, how do you celebrate Christmas like that? Mm. Um, I don't know. I, mean, I don't, and also, I don't, I don't I get it either. So, and is also a sense of visiting Russia and Ukraine. I, I don't know. You know, I was, even... I was, I was seeing yesterday. They're, they're already. You know the, you know how they track Santa. Yeah. Um. What is that? NORAD? Is it that text? Yep. So I was, I was thinking to myself, okay, are they gonna skip Russia like <laughs> intentionally? But I guess you know there's some. There's good people everywhere. That's much bad as there is. Well, um, um, uh, I'm trying to read. How does people in Russia celebrate Christmas Day with activities as having family dinner and attending a Christmas liturgy and visiting mm. relatives and friends? Yeah, so basic, basic. I, I don't know what you do. Celebration. Um, you're listening to Love Babs Love Talk on WNHHLP 103.5 FM, your home for community radio. Oh, Christmas is not till January 7th in Russia. So they do the wise men. I don't think they call it that, Harry. <laughs> <laughs> the the three Russian <laughs> the three Russian dictators. <laughs> Harry, you see, listen, you and Russia and three cats show up at your door. You in trouble. <laughs> right. They celebrate Putin, Stalin, and... <laughs> they don't celebrate Gorbachev, because Gorbachev... Yeah, they, they, they feel some kind of way. Because, you know, he was trying to be peaceful in the world, but... Yeah. <laughs> so he's... So he's... Uh, persona non grata over there. Yeah. So. Uh, you know, you see, you see, he didn't even go to the man's funeral. I was like, damn, you're the fucking head. I mean, oops, sorry, excuse me. You're the head of the state. You don't even go to the previous president's funeral because you just don't like his politics? Like, it's that deep? <laughs> oh, they hated him. I, I, I mean, I know Russians who hate Gorbachev, who feel like, like he brought he... y'all far. Y'all no, still they... would be in the caves, man. Like, No, they feel like he, I know. he destroyed them. Yeah, like that. But they had no choice but to break down that those those that 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 iron curtain. They have no choice. Those countries wanted to be free. <laughs> well, yeah. So that's the China. <laughs> I know. Well, you know what you're gonna do. Yeah, so Russian church, Russian Christmas is on January 7th. Mm. Uh, because the Russian Orthodox Church adheres to the Julian calendar, 
which is 13 days behind the Gregorian calendar. Okay. Oh, I thought it was because Santa had to go through customs and <laughs> yeah, over there in Russia, like security right state. About that. So, <laughs> all right, so we're going to take a break. We'll be back at 10.15 with some Christmas music. Harry's going to put some Christmas music on. Well, I don't know. What can we do? We could do something. And uh, we'll be back. We'll we'll yeah. cut up some more because it's it's just uh, almost time for Christmas. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. All right, so that's right. Everywhere back. you go, <laughs> you're listening to Love Bad Love Talk on WNHH LP 103.5 FM, your home for community radio. Someday at Christmas, men won't be boys playing with bombs like kids play with toys. One warm December, our hearts will see a world where men are free. Mm, someday at Christmas, there'll be no wars when we have learned what Christmas is for. When we have found what life's really worth, then. Oh. 
little pear tree. On the second day of Christmas, my true love gave to me two turtle doves and a partridge in a pear tree. On the third day of Christmas, my true love gave to me three French hens, two turtle doves, and a partridge in a pear tree. On the fourth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me four calling birds, three French hens, two turtle doves, and a partridge in a pear tree. On the fifth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me Calling birds, three French hens, two turtle doves, and a partridge in a pear tree. On the sixth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me six geese a laying, five golden rings. Four calling birds, three French hens, two turtle doves, and a partridge in a pear tree. On the seventh day of Christmas, my true love gave to me seven swans a swimming, six geese a laying, five. Four calling birds, three French hens, two turtle doves, and a partridge in a pear tree. On the eighth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me eight maids a milking, seven swans a swimming, six geese a laying, five golden rings. Four calling birds, three French hens, two turtle doves, and a partridge in a pear tree. On the ninth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me. Nine lords are leaping, eight maids are milking, seven swans are swimming, six geese are laying, five golden rings. Four calling birds, three French hens, two turtle doves, and a partridge in a pear tree. On the tenth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me. Ten ladies dancing, nine lords are leaping, eight maids are milking, seven swans are swimming, six geese are laying, five golden rings. Four calling birds, three French hens, two turtle doves, and a partridge in a pear tree. On the eleventh day of Christmas, my true love gave to me eleven pipers piping, ten ladies dancing, nine lords are leaping, eight maids are milking, seven swans are swimming, six geese are laying, five golden. Four calling birds, three French hens, two turtle doves, and a partridge in a pear tree. On the twelfth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me. Twelve drummers drumming, eleven pipers piping, ten ladies dancing, nine lords are leaping, eight maids are milking, seven swans are swimming, six geese are laying, five golden rings. Four calling birds, three French hens, two turtle doves, and a partridge in a pear tree. Long time ago in Bethlehem. So the Holy Bible say, Mary's boy child, Jesus Christ, was born on Christmas Day. Hark now, hear the 
and man will live forevermore because of Christmas Day. While shepherds watch their flock by night, them see a bright new shining star. Then hear a choir sing, the music seemed to come from afar. Now Joseph and his wife Mary come to Bethlehem that night. Then find no place to born she child, not a single room was in sight. Hark now, hear the angels sing A new king born today And man will live forevermore Because of Christmas Day By and by, then find a little nook in a stable all forlorn And in a manger cold and dark Mary's little boy was born Hark now hear the angels sing A new king born today And man will live forevermore because of Christmas Day. Joy to the world, the Lord is come. Let earth receive. from New Haven, Connecticut, and you're listening to WNHHLP 103.5 FM, streaming live at newhavenindependent.org. <laughs> oh, sorry. Welcome back to the second hour of Love, Babs, Love Talk. I'm Babs Rolls-Ivy. And uh, we count down to Christmas. <laughs> I, I should have did something like Lucy Gelman. You know, she she did a recap of the year in arts. And uh, uh, myself and Karen Ponzio were her guests. I don't even know how I would do that. I was like, what would I talk about? The year on Love, Babs, Love Talk. We had so many guests, so many things. I liked it all. I don't think I had a guest that I didn't really enjoy. I think this year I actually talked to all the people that I really wanted to talk to. And then some. So, I mean, I think some people were harder to talk to than others, but you can't tell. Um, so I would say that next year I'll do more of the same, right? Just keep talking to people that I find interesting. Um, keep using this platform for good. Uh, keep running these streets the way that I do, although trying to go to school next year and the year after and the year after uh, will cut 
maybe cut into street running. Maybe. I don't know. So we'll see. I mean, uh, I mean, of course, everybody has goals and wishes and aspirations of what they want to do. Because uh, I'm not back until January 3rd. So, and I might push it out to January 4th. Because <laughs> I look back at the, um, I look back at the, the last years that came up in my feed, I didn't come back to the fourth. So I was like, oh, let me see what that looks like. I might come back on the on January 4th. And uh, you know, listen, that's on a Wednesday. So I might, I might come back on the fourth, just in the middle of the week. <laughs> Get it on and pop it. So we'll see. Uh, that's just a that's just a quick email to people. Hey back on January 4th. So anyway, I figure if, if that's the tradition, I should keep it as a tradition. So so yeah, I, I think, uh, uh, you know, for the first time, and I've been building on this trajectory for some for some time now. So, so everything in my life up to this point has been leading up to this point. Uh, but I don't, I don't have a, uh, I'm not anxious or, or in need of anything. There's things that I want but uh, I'm in a good place and I haven't been in this good of a place in a very long time. Somebody said to me the other day that I was very vibrant and that is the goal to be vibrant, to be, to be happy, to be joyous. And that does not mean in the absence of struggle, sadness, and things that are challenging. It just means that those things that are challenging um, don't take over, that they are in their proper place and can be handled and not overwhelming and not taking over. I'm not consumed by the challenges of the day or the challenges of my life. I'm not consumed by them. Um, and that takes some doing, boys and girls. That's not something you wake up and, and it's like, okay, but it is a, it is a particular process um, that has gotten me to this point. And it's not a, pro it's not a process that, that, uh, that anyone can't do. It, it's just, it's about intentionality and and where you see yourself and what you want seriously um so so going into 2023 i'm going into my 60th year on this planet uh my birthday is may 2nd i was born may 2nd 1963 so i will be 60 years old uh me and about 25 of my good friends are going to be in marrakesh for my birthday we are having a party we're going to celebrate we're going to be in africa north africa and we just gonna have a time, a time, a time. Uh, and people are like, why, why, why Morocco? Well, one, it's it's a beautiful place. It's economically feasible to take a bunch of people to uh, to Morocco. Uh, and uh, 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 my friend Marianne owns Jeanne Tomsna, which is where we are staying in that uh, beautiful hotel in Morocco. So. Um, so yeah, so that'll be my first touchdown on the continent. And uh, and I couldn't be happier and more thrilled. And I think this opens the door for me to keep going back and forth to the continent, other parts of the continent, deeper into the continent. Um, so Morocco, it is first. And uh, that's where I'm spending my birthday. So what do I want for 60? I mean, what do I want for the new year? Since And I'll, maybe I could talk more about this tomorrow. Um, and I'll, I'll flesh it out a little bit more as I go about my day to day. Um, 
uh, I used to make a grown-up Christmas wish on my blog when I was blogging on a regular basis. Um, but I don't even really, I mean, me, like a lot of people, I'd like to win the lottery. <laughs> and that's only because, not for my own, not because I need nicer things and more things, but I, I, I really am rooted in this philanthropic idea. You know, I serve on boards, I serve on committees, I serve on things, but I really think having access to money and being able to give money, I think is critical, uh, particularly to organizations that are constantly in fundraising mode. So if I if I could get my hands on a large sum of money, I would, there are some organizations that I would want to hold up and shore up um, and ensure that they uh, go into the future. Um, so, so that's, that's, that's how I see money. And then I would travel way more than I travel now if I had more money at, at, in my hands. Do you know what I mean? Like money that I could just like, I don't have to sort of like, okay, I got to pay rent this month. Can't go. Or, you know, and I don't, and I don't operate that way, but I'm just saying I can't travel as frequently as I would really enjoy doing because there's a whole world out there and I want to be in it. And if I, and if I had money, it could make the travel one easier and luxurious. <laughs> and, and, and I, and I could, I could, I could fit it in better, right? If money was not an option, I could, I could fit it in. Um, but it's, it's challenging when you, when you have small resources and your dreams are really, really big. So, so, um, and, and and I I'd like to work on my health more, which is what I'm doing. I've been quietly working on my health and getting in exercise. I've been quietly doing that, quietly paying attention to my diet, just quietly, not a you know no no big no big announcement, no big you know whatever. Because um, I'm I'm not unhappy. I'm just not unhappy. Um, but those you know those are the things that I would say are, are, are capturing my attention for 2023. Uh, I, I'm surrounded by the love of amazing people. And I've got a I've got a really unmatched friend girl group and friend group um, um, that is tried and true. Like there's no question uh, the loyalties of my friends and straight up team Babs, you know, because I'm team them. I'm team them all day. Uh, so I don't, I don't have frenemies. I don't have, uh, I have people who I F with and I have people I don't. <laughs> that's, that's a very black <laughs> way of saying it. There's people I F with, there's people I don't. <laughs> Ooh, you know, I speak to everybody, but I don't F with everybody. So that's that part. So, uh, and, and, and that, that, that is deliberate. That is deliberate. So I've got a, I've got a, a trusted circle and then within my circles and outer circles and larger circles, uh, I've got some good, I know some good people. I've got some good people who have my back and, uh, and it's not lost on me. Um, the, uh, the, un undeserved blessings that I enjoy um, of friends and family and community. I, truly undeserved blessings. 
And uh, and and I don't take that for granted. Not one bit. Not one day. Uh, uh, I, I move in this world because I've got people who say, "Go, do, be," <laughs> and and who clap the loudest, and 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 who speak my name in rooms where I am not in. Th- those are my friends, right? Those are the people who I value and who absolutely value me so i'm never without love friendship companionship i'm not i am never without any of those things and and that's i'm not bragging i'm saying that that's how i stacked my life up i get it everybody doesn't have that you know but i i'm of the mindset you give yourself what you need you get give yourself what you need so in order for me to have friends i have to be a good friend I like to believe I am a a pretty damn good friend, you know? So I want more love. Well, guess what happens? Got to give more love. Got love on people. Got love on people. And then, then, and guess what happens? It reciprocates. It comes back around. They love back on you. So I've been, I've got some, some real blessings in my life. Uh, And it took a whole lot of whatever to sort of see them and, and and bask in them and 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 trust them trust them i trust my friends i trust my friends with my life i trust my friends with the lives of my children i trust my friends um to do the right thing um about me for me to me with me so i don't worry about that i don't i don't have enemies i don't have frenemies when i roll with my friends it's 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 not even ride or die. It's it's like we are just tight and not tight in a like, you know, obnoxious kind of way, but we are for each other. We keep each other's confidence and we keep each other's secrets and we share each other's pain and joy. And baby, when we celebrate, we tear it up. <laughs> uh, uh, and it, and it, and you and if you see us, you see it. It's not fake. It's not forced. It's not, it's real. We are real with one another. It's, 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 we are real. We are very real. And at this point in my life, I, I don't got no time for nothing other than real. I need, I need deep conversations periodically. And listen, every conversation is not a deep conversation. Some conversations are just ridiculous and silly. But when we need to have the necessary conversations with each other, we have them. No feelings hurt, no love lost, nothing. We just get into it and then we move on, you know, and we take breaks, you know, not breaks like, oh, I don't want to see her. No, it's not like that. It's like, hey, I got to go do this thing with some other folks. I was like, cool. That, yeah, let me know how that goes. You know, we all have our own universes, you know, that intersect sometimes, sometimes. I don't get I don't get jealous about them doing stuff without me. Like that's not how friendship works. That's not how any of that works. And I'm grown. <laughs> I'm I love seeing my friends do things, do things, other things. They come back like, oh, we did this, I did this with this and that and other. I was like, oh, that sounds like a good time. I was like, oh, let me put that on the let me put that on the list of things that. Maybe we could go do again or do together or do sometime or or maybe I go do with my other set of, of folks that I rock with. 
you know that's that's just what it is people that's just what it is that's just what it is so i'm just saying i i'm going into the new year probably in the best possible mindset that i've ever been in in my whole life you know and i'm glad of it to be 60 and to to step into a, a new year with as as whole and as healthy as you could possibly be in your mind, your spirit, and your soul. Uh, that's that's the ultimate Christmas gift for me to 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 be in that space, and I'm I'm happy. I am genuinely happy. Yes, there are things that are challenging. There are things that I wish I had a little bit more control over. I there are things that I wish I could control the outcomes of. But those things don't take up all my time, right? It's just a, it's a passive, like if I dwell on it or think about it, it's like, oh yeah, I wish, I wish, I wish. And then, but there's so many other things that just have my heart and my attention, uh, which is, you know, amazing. So, so I, I know people are struggling. I know people, particularly this time of year when people feel some kind of way and you know, you might be, you might have depression, you might have anxiety, you might be bipolar, you might be all the things, you might be all the labels and all the diagnoses and all the things. And I don't say that facetiously. I say that to say, I, I'm aware that, um, that people have these, uh, these challenges. I'm aware and, and I get it. And uh, I, I want for you a soft Christmas. If it can't be happy, if it can't be merry, I like it to be soft for you. I like it to be soft. So, hey, Harry. Hey, Babs. You know, uh, I, I appreciate you talking about my issues. <laughs> <laughs> as, as, as an introvert, I have a lot of those issues, but no. <laughs> Well, you know, Harry, I care deeply. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, yeah, I mean, it is. I'm, I'm so happy to hear that you're happy. I am. It's been a long time, but I'm I'm very happy. Um, yeah, it's you know, and I and I wish that for everyone is learning how to be content where you are. Um, and I mean, it's it's important. I see a lot of people struggle, and and personally, you know, I have different things that have happened in my life and everything that you know are a real struggle but you can't lose sight of of how blessed you are every day right so i mean so i am really happy and i'm glad you're in that place I'm i in that am place. too i'm in that place too <laughs> although um, i would like to win lottery i'll tell you yeah, that, me, me too right <laughs> We have to, we have to project that one into 2023. Make that projection become a reality. <laughs> but I can, take, uh, I can take a win, Harry. Let me tell you. <laughs> me too. And it's not that I'm unhappy. I'm not desperate or anything. But I'd like to know what it's like to be really, really rich. <laughs> yeah. Well. Well, the thing is, is that a lot of people are waiting for something like money to change their lives. Yeah. And financially, I get it. 
Um, but emotionally, mentally, you have to find that outside of the material things. Yeah. Because um, it ain't it. It ain't it. You know, we, we have people you see in the news. Um, who was the, the young person who just took his life? Twitch. Twitch. Right. So, you know, happiness. A lot of people associated with financial security. Um, and of course, it's, that should be part of it, but it can't be all of it. Um, and, and and it's finding that, I don't know, it took me so long to get where I am today, mentally and emotionally, that um, I just wish other people's journeys are shorter than mine. Yeah, that's I like that. I want other people's journeys to be shorter and softer because. Yeah. <sighs> because it is, I mean, mentally when you're struggling, you know, we, you struggle. I mean, and it's, it's, it, it's almost like you were saying that like your group of friends and you have, you know, you have different basic bubbles within the big bubble. And, and a lot of times we get that tunnel vision of our pain, you know, it's, we live in a tight, you know, space and all we feel is that pain and we have to broaden that yeah. to in, to include other things like that'll make us happy. Um, yeah. So, and I know this time of season, but we got so much to be grateful for. You know, I'm, I'm trying not to get negative, but you know, Okay. In this world of negativity, you, you, you can't help yourself. <laughs> I can't help myself. But in this world of negativity, there's so much to be grateful for. I mean, so yeah. much to be grateful for. Yeah. I'm hoping. So yeah. yeah. So so I, I know Christmas is challenging people for people and they dread it when it starts to come because people a lot of it is tied to materialistic things, but a lot of it is tied to I just don't have money to do anything, you know. Yeah, and you I know, get I get that too because I've been I've been down that road too, Harry. Like, I mean, we've been there. <laughs> and um, Karen and I, we when we think back to our favorite Christmases, um, it those, those Christmases were were when we were in a one room basement in New York, <laughs> where where my wife, um got me a, a bag of gummy worms or gummy bears for Christmas because that's all we could afford. <laughs> um, and those were, I mean, it was just, those were great. I mean, it's, the thing is, is that it's putting the folk, it's what you're focusing on, right? So if you focus on, oh, this is all I could give, then yeah, you'll, you'll basically you know, kind of spin out of control into that spiral of negativity and, and depression. But if you realize the person who's giving you that, you know, wow, I'm so blessed to have that person. Wow, she cared enough to even think to give me something she knows I enjoy. <laughs> you know, so that's the thing is, is where is where you put your energy. You know, you could... You can stick it into the negative or into the positive. I mean, I'm blessed 
to go through all the suffering and go through all the blessings, everything with my wife. So, yeah. So, I mean, it all it's all good now <laughs> for me, right? <laughs> when I look back, it's like I remember. Oh. <laughs> I remember one um, Christmas we we stepped it up, right? So she wanted she got me a uh, a bucket of hot wings from Kentucky Fried Chicken, <laughs> and I felt I felt like the richest person in the world, you know, because she she put all her love into thinking what to get me and she got me something that we could afford there you go and you enjoyed it and and i so enjoyed it (laughs) (laughs) i'm not that complicated (laughs) chicken good (laughs) hey i think you probably more than anybody i know likes chicken i don't know anybody who loves chicken more than you i just love chicken i don't i don't know I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, so I, I mean, I say these stories just because you have to learn how to put your focus on, on the positive and look at the blessings right in front of you. Yeah, there's so much negativity, but look at the blessings right in front of you. Yeah. Take, taking that breath in the morning, looking at yourself in the mirror. Yeah. Yeah. You know? But... I'm here for it. Yeah, I I'm glad, am. I'm glad. <laughs> I am. I really am. I, I'm just trying to. I, you know, when I leave, when I get out of here today, because I'm the paper is done, right? The paper was done yesterday, so I just got to run by the office, and then I have the rest of the day to myself before the rain start. And I'm just trying to think how I want to spend my my day. You know, how I want to spend. I I need to pick up a few gifts, I think, because I got to. I'm going out. I'm going uh, over to a friend's house on Saturday. I'm spending the night, and then Sunday I'm going over to people's uh, more people's houses for Christmas Day. So I'm just trying to think about them and and what would make a good gift, and you know, and what's in my means to give, and you know, so that kind of yeah, that kind of thinking, you know. And and I'm sure your presence will be enough for any of those people you're going to be visiting. Yeah, I hope so. Because that's um, the, that's what I'm coming with. Well, that's <laughs> the thing. I mean, I, I with the storm coming, I just hope that everybody who is supposed to come to my house, you know, my family, my nieces, my nephews, I hope they all make it. You know, that they, you know, it's not bad so bad that they cancel so i mean yeah it depends on what you you look at as a blessing so right now where i'm at in my life is that a blessing is being with the people you know yes let's be with the peoples be with our family so you do something for um christmas eve right y'all open presents christmas eve yeah we open we do the family so you know my mother my mother-in-law um my brother-in-law my nieces my nephews my granddaughters my children everybody's usually in the same room we go through the christmas carols that you know you've been walking around (laughs) loitering anyways (laughs) so 
We go, yeah. we sing. Are you trying to say that Christmas songs ought to be done in the privacy of your own no. home? No, no, no. No, I mean, let's face it, I was going to go tonight, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but so we do that. We do all the singing and everything. And, and right around nine ish, we open presents and everything. That's late. So, yeah, well, we. We start around five, right? So whoa, that's a that's a long. T- so are, is there cooking and eating involved? I'm There's just, a lot well, of cooking, a lot Puerto of Puerto Ricans. I know it's yeah. Puerto. I know it's coquito flowing. A lot of cooking, a lot of eating. So a lot of por- pork shoulder, um, <laughs> turkey because my son always gets a turkey from his job, right? So you know it's strange because they give him the turkey on Thanksgiving which you can't cook on Thanksgiving. <laughs> you get a frozen <laughs> turkey, but but we appreciate it because we save it and we cook it on Christmas. That's good. Um, so we'll have a turkey, pork shoulder, ribs, um, mac and cheese, potato salad, arroz con gandule, everything, you know, all the Puerto Rican stuff. So pateles, pateles. I know. So, yeah. And then we'll have a, a bunch of cookies and brownies and which Karen will be cooking with, baking with the girls tomorrow. So yay. Oh yeah. boy. I, now do they stay over Friday night into Saturday night or yeah, they go? Yeah, home? they'll stay over, you know, Friday into Saturday, and then their parents will come Saturday. Okay, and take them home. Then they wake up Christmas Day at their house. Yep. And then you and Karen are by yourselves on Christmas Day. Yep. Now, do people come back over on Christmas Day, or y'all no, just no, have no. the whole day? No, okay, what? Like, no, no, no. <laughs> After our kids got grown, Christmas <laughs> is ours. Just mine and Karen. So we'll we'll wake up, eat breakfast, and then we'll exchange gifts. Oh, and then what do y'all do? Watch, watch, watch holiday movies. Yeah, Walmart then we'll watch. Movies? Then we'll watch whatever Karen wants to watch. <laughs> <laughs> as long as we're on the. Love seat snuggling, we're good. Okay. And then and so they're already leftover food, so you don't gotta cook nothing. Oh yeah, by by then, but you know, now by it's then about you don't want it. Not well, now it's control yourself <laughs> after Christmas. We're gonna eat Christmas, you know, well, Christmas Eve and Christmas, but then after that, we're we're not planning on having much leftover, so we're gonna Christmas Eve, we're going to try to get rid of or, you know, give everybody the food so they could take with them. So we're not doing what we used to do and eating all the way through New Year's. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that, yeah. Because we cook so much food that we had, you know, we, we'll have food all the way up to New Year's. There's so much food that we cook. So, oh. but now everybody will take a bigger portion so we have less to you know to eat <laughs> okay but yeah so i mean it i mean i ate food here yesterday they had um the lavos had their thing yesterday um so i ate a plate for the day i was actually about seven points over oh um but i have the weekly points that i always end up with too much so i'm good okay okay that sounds good that sounds really good hmm 
you know, and, and, and hopefully, you know, I could continue on my health, bettering my health as I go along too. I really, oh, I think you're, I'm so inspired by your journey. So, I mean, I know you was inspired by my journey, but I, my journey was, so I could get these hips repaired and now that they're repaired, I mean, I'm walking so well now, which is crazy. Freaks me out every time I take a step that yeah. I don't have that pain shooting through my skull. I um, know. And everybody in Florida, my family, see, my family suffers from bad knees. It's like everybody in Florida had has knee replacement. And, you know, the way they talk about changing their lives, basically, they that they felt like some of my aunts who were going to had to retire because of the pain are now just moving like nothing. So it's like, I really need to, but, but I don't want to, I still want another 40, at least another 40 to maybe 60 pounds off before I okay. have the surgery. Okay. It'll, it'll make a difference in your life. Yeah. It will. I'm telling you, I was like, Oh my God, I could get around. Like, and then sometimes I forget how I keep, when I take a step, sometimes like if I get out of my car, I keep waiting for that searing pain. Like I keep waiting for that. And then I'm like, oh, there's no pain. I can get well, out of the car with no problem. Well, I know exactly what you're talking about. Cause it's like, I'm step, stepping on a landmine every time I get up from my chair. Yeah, no, I don't have that anymore. And so, although my knees are a little shaky, but uh, I don't think it's replacement shaky. Just, I just got to move more, right? So yeah. that's just what that is. So. So yeah. So all right, we got one more day, Harry. Tomorrow's it, and then, and then we we we're shut down for the holidays. Yeah, I, I think I'm gonna take after tomorrow. I'm gonna take the rest of the year off. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think I'm gonna join you in this. <laughs> I'm back in January, Harry. I'm coming back January fourth. I, I can't believe that we're in 2023 already. I mean, it's just insane. What happened to 2022? Harry, we we went through 2023. We you look back, we we it was a long year. Really? It feels like yesterday we were coming back. Yeah, I know. No, we was we did it all. We did it. We did it. <laughs> I'll be 60 this year, so I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna act like 60 is the only age there is. <laughs> I'm going to act like 60 is the only age there is, Harry. I'm going to go jump high. I'm going to swim far. I'm going to do it. Do it. I'm gonna you got to party 60. like it's 1999. Listen, I'm going to bring in 60 all the way live. And then 61, I was like, all right. I'm going to set the tone. Like, all right. Because this is, this is the decade right here, Harry, where, you know, this is the decade. It's the 60s out of the decade. And then 70s, I don't know what happens after that. I I probably will die in my 70s, so we'll see. I'm not I'm not looking for that. <laughs> no, no, no. By, for that. by then we'll have we'll find the technological fountain of youth. <laughs> <laughs> you might be right, Harry. We'll see. It might be some hybrid of of potion and artificial intelligence. <laughs> Yep. So, all right. Well, enjoy your day. Are you in New Haven? No, you're not in New Haven, are you? Yeah, I'm in New Haven. I won't be right. tomorrow, but 
I'm in yeah, New no, Haven tomorrow now. the weather will be bad. Yeah, I'm in New Haven now, Monday through Thursday. So Okay. Well, don't stay too late today because I think that rain is coming in. I don't know what time, but. Yeah, it'll it'll be in the evening. I'll, I'll be gone by then. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. Well, then I will see you uh, tomorrow. Mañana. Yes. Have a good one. Drive carefully. Yep. So thank you for listening to Love Bass Love Talk on WNHHLP 103.5 FM. Your home for community radio. Don't you give me all that job about pink before eyes alive. Cause this ain't 1823, ain't even 1970. Now I'm the guy named Curtis Blow. And Christmas is one thing I know. So every year, just about this time, I celebrate it with a rhyme. Gonna shake it, gonna bake it, gonna make it good. Gonna rock, shock, rock it through your neighborhood. Gonna ring it, gonna sing it till it's understood. My rapping about to happen like a knee. You were slapping or I told you've been tapping on a hunk of wood. Bought a red suited dude with a friendly attitude and a slave full of goodies for the people on the block. Got a long white beard, maybe looks kind of weird. And if you ever see him, he can give you quite a shock. Now, people, let me tell you about last year when the dude came flying. Here. Well, the home was out, snow's on the ground. Folks stayed in to party down. The beat was thumping on the box, and I was dancing in my socks. And the drummer played at a solid pace. And the taste of the bass was in my face. And the guitar player laid down the heavy layer of the funky chunky rhythm of the disco beat. With the 88 started to participate And I can sure appreciate the sound so sweet We were all in the mood So we had a little food and a joke and a smoke And a little bit of wine When I thought I heard a hoop on the top of the roof Could it be it wasn't me I was feeling super fine So I went to the attic where I thought I heard the static On a chance that the fans was somebody breaking in Put the noise on the top with a reindeer pop Just a trick, same thing And I let the sucker in On your chinny chin chin, he allowed, he was proud of the hairy little crowd on the point of the door where the skin should have been. Gets cool for a fool, going out every you for a day on the same when it goes low. To the beer, maybe weird, but I'll never have a chance. Cause it's warm in the store when it's in below. I said, Yo, God, it's cold tonight, but can you stop for a drop before you go? He said, Why not? If the music's hot and our chance of dance beneath the mistletoe. So he went downstairs and forgot his scan. And every young girl tried to rock his world, but he booked.